we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Bettered Pop Network. My name is Eddie Estrada, and I'm here with my co-host, Armin, to talk all things VPR, Vanderpump Rules, the house of the pump. Army, how you doing? I'm doing great. Fofty got his money today. He did. If you guys don't know, Lala, Randall, and 50 Cent were in the middle of a very, very intense feud online. Don't you mean Fofty? Fofty, Fofty Cent. You know, he like made $300,000 off of shirts that just said Fofty. Did he really? Yeah. Wait, 50 Cent actually was the one selling those shirts? 50 Cent sold shirts that said Fofty on them and made $300,000. Talking about Lala getting that bag, 50 getting even more bag on top of that. So, In addition to the million dollars he recouped from Randall Emmett. Just really quickly, by the way, Armin thinks this is going to put a rift in the relationship and possibly cause it to end. I do. I don't think so. Really? I think Randall with Lala at this point is ride or die. They're, he's too invested. I think Randall is ride or die. But I can see Lala breaking up with Randall because this is so embarrassing. Like it's, He comes out looking terrible. Honestly, he doesn't. Honestly, I have mad respect for him. because For he, Randall? Yeah. At the end of it, at the end of the day, Armin... He came up with that million by Monday. That's impressive. You, you need were to, even, you need you to were read the text and the backstory oh, I did, to this. I did read everything. But at the if end of the think, day... If you think Randall came out looking good in all this, then I don't know what to say. Like you said, if he has a million ready to just give to Wire to 50 in that short period of time, that was a weekend. You can't call banks on weekends. Trust me. I work it's not in finance. About the m- <laughs> It's not about the money, Eddie. Honey, for Lala, it is. It's about getting worked, and he got worked. It doesn't matter. And at the he end of looks the, really bad. At the end of the day, Lala's an axis Sally. She's got a speaking role with Kate Bosworth. She'll she's, find herself a new producer. She's got She's got the money. No, I think Randall's the ticket. Randall, I support you, honey. <laughs> okay, I'm looking on. for a Range Rover. <laughs> well, you know what you need to do to get the Range Rover. You know what? Never say never. Got to get that. Got to get that bag. Okay. Um, <laughs> this episode, I can't believe it because literally nothing has happened this season. Um, is the finale oh, of Vanderpump Rules? Okay, what happened? James ridiculed Katie for the millionth time, and there was a cheating rumor. Remember that James cheated with Hope. <laughs> The whole cast excommunicated James. Basically, yeah. James was at the center of all the drama. I mean, but I just choose to ignore James. How about all the Bo and, and Stassi drama? I wouldn't even call that drama. I just found that as a very like cathartic, constructive relationship building. I was, I'm better. I mean, it was it was good to see them work through that. I don't think but that, that was, was drama. Compelling. I mean, was it? We okay, since you brought it up. Where do you think season seven ranks all time? I'm honestly saying it's bottom tier. Like this season was like kind of a snooze fest. And I never say that of Vanderpump Rules. I enjoyed it still. It's like Beverly Hills. I enjoy it still. I get it. But at this point, it's a little tired. It needs something to revamp it. You know what? 
Lisa does what she does on that show that she does on this show. Maybe she shouldn't stick her fingers in it so much. Maybe let it play out a little bit more. I don't think you could blame Lisa for the lack of drama at all. But you can blame Lisa for making the Toms look like idiots in the article. (laughs) But just quickly on that. Yeah. I do think, I was joking and I said, oh, I think Ariana's been spending too much time with Teddy. But at the end of the day, they are very tight. Ariana, Tom, Jax, Brittany, Teddy, and Eddie, and Bo are all really close friends because they're all the same age. And they all love the Rams. And they all love the Rams. They go to parties. I do think Teddy got into the ear of Ariana and was like, look, Lisa's making your husband and Tom, her business partners, look like idiots because she pushed them to go to Mexico and then goes, oh, boys, tell them where they are. They need to work more. Like, she totally set up that story. Although Ariana has been on this kick for a little bit. In season six, Ariana got upset at Lisa for basically the same thing, but she didn't confront Lisa about it. But if you remember, there was this scene where Ariana and Tom were talking at Sir about Lisa and Ken and how they felt that they were a bit too controlling and maybe they weren't going to involve the Toms enough in the process. Mm-hmm. And Lisa overheard it because she was oh, a few yeah. tables down. I remember that. This has been going on for a little bit, but I wouldn't be surprised. In fact, I think you're right. That Teddy definitely nudged it along further. But Ariana was already on the tracks. Oh, she already was ready to take down. She was ready. She was ready to stick up for her man. And I don't think she's wrong at all. I think uh, I don't Lisa think so either. loves to demean them. And I don't think the whole playful banner thing is She's the excuse. same joke. It's a humor, honey. Like, it's British right. humor. Like, no, bitch, you're just mean. And I'll say this. In an unofficial capacity behind closed doors, those kind of jokes are great. Like I told you on our last podcast about PK. But in press, exactly. It plays so bad. It makes them look terrible. And you're not providing the context. If you make that joke and then say, look, these guys are working so hard. I actually told them to go on this vacation so that they can get a little breather before things truly get hectic. Then that's fine. Because then you see that it was actually a joke. But when you don't provide the context, then... It's going to look really bad, and that quote is going to get disseminated. And anyways, publications love pulling quotes out of context. Yeah. If you don't even give them the context to pull a quote out of context, then you're really screwing up. So I don't like this. And look, Lisa kind of gave it away during the confessional. She said, hey, the Toms aren't serious people. They aren't Warren Buffett, so who really cares? Like, I'm not taking down anyone who's that impressive or has that much stature lisa these are your partners they're your don't par- denigrate them like not that. even that not even that like if they ever wanted to if tom sandoval who i do think is using this as a stepping stone wants to go off and be a businessman in his own they're gonna look back and be like oh well lisa in this article like lisa has a history of saying that you're not a hard worker that you're kind of this and that and i think that's what ariana is nervous about is they're not going to be able to go out beyond Vanderpump rules and do the things that they want to do and achieve the things they want to achieve because in America's eyes, Lisa has diminished everyone on this cast to being her children. And they can't they can't I think operate they've done under, worse things on the show. They can't operate out under mama mother gender's <laughs> little skirt. They're gonna come out like in the nutcracker and they all do their little dance and they all go right back under Mother Ginger's skirt until the next time they need to perform. Like, screw off, Lisa. The thing is, I think Lisa could help rehabilitate 
the their images. Image. Yeah. yeah, because they haven't done themselves any favors, to be honest. Literally me. I'm so salty right now. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to move past it. <laughs> uh, but um, I've been saying this all season. It's kind of annoying that they're trying to portray Sandoval and Schwartz as Tweedledee and Tweedledum. But I get it for comedic effect. That's what their role kind of is at this point. Um, just like for years, Stassi was the queen bee, still is. Jax was the fuck up. Uh, Schwartz especially has always been uh, the, the comedy of the he's show. He's the jester. He's the joker. He's the core jester. Now that he doesn't work there. He's just there for pure entertainment. Exactly. Um, but they've gone a little far with the editing. And Lisa contributes to that because she provides a lot of the color with her confessionals. You know, when they're doing different things, she'll say, yeah, well, I'm not surprised these two are getting into it again. Um, but anyway, back to the original point of season seven. Wow. Off topic. Yeah, we went on a big tangent there. I agree with you. I actually think this is the worst season of Vanderpump Rules ever. Really? Yes. But again, that's only relative to other seasons of Vanderpump Rules. To me, it's still a solid season of reality TV. I think a decent amount happened. It was fairly compelling. Um, but Vanderpump Rules has set such a high bar, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Do we do we think it's going to be one of the best reunions, though? Because we saw a clip, and it looks like it's wild. It, it looks like an insane reunion, no doubt. I just don't think that... The reunion is going to save save it as a whole. I don't think it's going to salvage it. Not that it needs salvaging, but I don't think it's going to propel it above any other season. Like, look, if this season of Vanderpump Rules was in the BH lexicon, it's probably around average. Yeah, middle middle tier. Middle tier. It's bottom tier though of Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, it's the worst or second worst for sure. So, but hey, still enjoyed it. I mean, it's and- just relative to a lot of greatness. Hey. Look, even the greatest athletes have had seasons that are still very good, but you say, you know, compared to the historic MVP championship season, it's not quite there. Um, but okay, so let's get into... Wow, we went so yeah. off topic. So let's get into what this episode is all about. Right. And that is Brittany and Jack's engagement party. And we already broke down the Ariana Lisa moment. $20,000 later, everyone shows up at this party, and it's... A mixture of Hollywood and the hillbillies. <laughs> and I only, I use that hillbillies as a term of endearment because we saw ja- uh, James try to call Brittany a hillbilly in the trailer for the reunion. And we're reclaiming that. We're reclaiming yes. that title. Bra- Brittany said she's proud to be a hillbilly. And you know what? There was a show called the Beverly Hill Hillbillies. It was a really popular show. I'm re- we're reclaiming hillbilly as a term of endearment. So we love you, Strip Brittany. Strip it of that negative connotation. Yeah. It's like Empower that. Brooke, it. Have you ever heard that Brooke Candy song where she's like, "Slut is now a compliment." Right. Uh, that's that's what hillbilly's we're doing. Hillbilly is now a compliment. Hillbilly is now a compliment. Me throwing back to Brooke Candy. Like <laughs> that's such a deep cut. Like if anyone knows who Brooke Candy is, like I don't. You don't. No. Oh, she's LA who's royalty. Brooke, who's Brooke Candy? She's a Google YouTuber. YouTuber Brooke her? Candy. Google her like Gimsel's yak. Yeah. Uh, but let's get back to this engagement party. Because we can't first do it. of all, it looks incredible. Yes. The twenty five hundred or what was it four grand they spent on flowers looks beautiful. Well worth it. Um, it's nice to kind of see. It's always fun to see like Britney's like home family mixed with her L A family, like her West Hollywood family, because you see like 
you know, a really cute moment between Brittany's dad and Lisa where he thanks her because he was like, you know, when she first moved to LA, I was so worried about her. Um, I didn't know what was going to happen. He added in, I was really worried about her, especially because of who she was with. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Which is understandable. He brings that up a bunch. Um, <laughs> and he's like, but Lisa, you were like her second mom out here. You made sure. And he's like, it really made me feel good knowing that you had an eye out for her. And had her under your wing and Lisa's like, Oh, don't make me cry. Blah, blah, blah. But I thought it was a really sweet moment because it's true. Lisa really does consider this cast an extension of her family. Yep. And she really does care about them and understands how hard filming and this city can be. And she's just always going to have, you know, her hand out for them. And it was really nice to see him reveal that his fears for his daughter in this new city, in this new world with these new people were alleviated by Lisa's warm, loving presence. So kudos Lisa. This is why I like, see, this is why I'm pro Vanderpump. Pro Vanderpump, anti LVP. LVP just has a bad connotation right now, but Vanderpump, <laughs> this is, this is the hardest. Can I reclaim it? Really Can I reclaim it? Like no, nope, nope, not yet. It's too soon. Then, He gets down to the nitty gritty and asks, so what do you think about this guy in regards to Jax? And he's like, do you really think he's changed? And Lisa has a really honest statement back and goes, you know what? I think he has. He goes, with everything that he's been through with having Brittany by his side, he finally saw the light. And I do think that's true. And I know Andy's going to go in on him at the reunion and be like, you always say you're work in progress. You always say you're getting better. We hear it again and again. Because Andy could keep it real. Just Andy like Lisa, we can say, is like the mother to this whole group. Moms can be a little delusional about their children. And I think Lisa usually only has kind words. I know we had that whole riff earlier. But in the end, she did give Sandoval and Schwartz an insanely cheap rate on a successful business. She has basically made them into really, really wealthy people. Anyway, she did. by creating the show and then with Jax she wasn't going to put him down in that moment she was only going to have kind words but Andy Cohen he could keep it real and call Jax out because are we sure Jax has changed I I the thing is is I really do feel like Jax loves Brittany I there's something about the way he he acts it's I always say it's an act he's disingenuous but at the end of the day he does have moments that I haven't seen him have with any of his past partners there's something different about the two of them together and the way he makes her or she makes him feel or act or whatever there's something there and I I really do think that they're going to last I'm going to reserve judgment only because We've been burned by Jax so many times. We could have swore going into season six that he was a reformed guy. And I'm watching, rewatching season six just now. I was just watching the absinthe episode, actually. And it's pretty terrible what's happening. And I haven't even got into the recording where Jax says horrifying things about Brittany. So, look, is he a changed guy? Maybe. I think it could be true. Um, but... Look, I'm the kind of person, you know the fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me? Mm-hmm. I always get fooled twice. 
<laughs> I always do. But I try not to get fooled three times. And Jax has been doing this for his entire adult life, presumably adolescent life, presumably before that. I'm going to reserve judgment. Five years from now. If he's still with Britney five years from now, then he did it. I'm not saying he won't. I just can't. I can't definitively be on the side of Jax is a changed man because I just feel like that's so ahistorical. It's like you're not looking at any evidence <laughs> with that with that sort of assessment. But that's just me. And I'm a Jax I'm apologizer. A and I'm a Jax apologizer. So I'm rooting for you guys. I'm rooting for you guys. Don't <laughs> worry. I don't want you to rot in hell. Iconic line. But let's talk about another relationship. Well, before we get into the whole, we're going to end on Sheena and Adam because I feel like that's a good place to end because that was high drama, very retro Vanderpump Rules explosive fight, which I enjoyed every second of. But before we got to that, Brittany had to let Lala know right. that she wasn't going to be a bridesmaid and she wanted to apologize. First of all, Brittany shouldn't have to apologize to anyone for not making them a bridesmaid. This has been what has annoyed me. What annoyed me about Billy being upset that she wasn't invited to the engagement party was the wedding isn't about anyone else except for you. You get to choose who you want to be in your bridal party. You should not give two cents about someone else if their feelings are hurt. But that goes to show how Brittany is an incredibly empathetic, no, she compassionate is. She's an amazing person. person. And I feel like I understand. But at the end of the day, she was right. She's like, I can't have 20 bridesmaids. Right. And I don't know. It just, I think Lala handled it perfectly. She was like, yes. And that's what I was trying to say. I was like, Billy handled it incorrectly. And Lala understood. She's like, no, girl, it's your wedding. Like, I completely get it. Like, it's your day. Do your thing. Yep. I'm just happy to be. She's just happy to be there. And she's like, and I have an engagement gift. Gives the, <laughs> gives her a trip. I think she said Cabo. I don't know. They're going on some trips. Tomorrow. I don't know if they already Look, have. they're getting a PJ and they're getting their own home. Home. And I, I love that. And we see that. We've seen recently Brittany and Jax went all over Coachella with Randall and Lala. They're right. like all buds. Honestly, because I think like Randall and Jax are the same age. <laughs> and I mean that in the nicest way. I think they are. Are they really? Look up how old Randall Emmett is right now. There's no way he's 40. They're, they're closer in age then, than both of them are to their women. Yes. And those yes. girls are the same in age. That's true. I think you're right. You know what that. I mean? Well, Lala is like 27, I want to say. And Brittany is 30. Jax is 40, so there's a 10-year difference there. But who cares about age, and right? And Randall Emmett's 48, so okay, they're all close in age. See, But you're right. Jax is actually closer in age to Randall than he is to Brittany. Mm-hmm. You're right about that. Not by much. It's an 8-year versus 10-year, but... But still. But still. You're, you weren't totally off. He's he's like almost equidistant from both. Yes. So it's, it's a cute little... I Accurate. mean, I love it. I love it. So, <laughs> I mean, Lala, kudos to you for acting like an adult unlike age Billy. Age-shaming. I love it. Well, I'm not age shaming anyone, um, but I mean, it just should show you Billy Lee is a child who throws temper tantrums like a little brat that she is. And, and Brittany was so sweet. She's like, I just told this person that they are not going to be my bridesmaid. And then she goes and gets me a PJ to go off to this home that they rented out for me. Like, I what hope, an extravagant gift. FYI, if you are invited to my future wedding and you are not in the wedding, I expect a PJ <laughs> with... Uh, a, a house rented for right. me. That's the only way to do it. If you're not in the party and you're not spending thousands of dollars to be in my wedding, you should spend you those thousands bank. of dollars on me. Agreed. I mean, I'm going to be having an open bar. It's going to be on the beach. I'm going to make sure you have a good Eddie, time. I can't make it to your wedding, but Give a little bit. 
You don't know the date. You just can't make it. <laughs> I just can't make it. I know okay. I won't you, be there. You can send the gift in the mail, Armin. It's fine. <laughs> uh, I, I can't send mail. Okay, it's fine. Yeah, too bad. Um, okay, so let's get to what my favorite part of the episode is. Can we quickly touch on Stassi and Bo's cute little moment? Oh, yeah, of course. I love how supportive Bo is of Stassi because Stassi is carrying a lot of baggage. And so is Bo because he's also a child of divorce. And you had this, actually, this sweet little moment between Bo and Lisa where Lisa was asking Bo about their relationship and Bo's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to propose to her, which was cool. I yeah. bet that's going to be a season eight storyline. Oh, hundred percent. And then Stassi comes over and they're talking and Stassi uh, brings up how both of our, both of her parents are on their fourth marriage. And obviously that's going to create a lot of doubt in terms of whether or not she can sustain a, a long-term, you know, marriage. So she's explaining that and you could see that anxiety, you could see that fear, and Bo's like, we're not going to be our parents, you know? I loved that. And it was just such a cool moment. And I don't think they will be like their parents. That's my prediction. No, these two are in it for the long run. These are going to be like, this is going to be one of like the couples that America follows forever. Like they they're have- bigger than Brangelina. <laughs> I can't go there, but... I mean, Brangelina aren't even together anymore. They're a friggin' mess. But bigger than them? Maybe last longer. Ask, believe, receive. I'm manifesting this shit for my girl Stassi. We'll see what happens. And my boy Bo. But they have something beyond chemistry. You know, you see a lot of They're couples soulmates. with chemistry. Yeah. There's a very special connection between the two of them. And you know, we don't just throw that shit out there lightly. We see a lot of couples come in and out of the Bravo-verse. And most of them don't make it. Just as much as I think that Bo and Stassi are soulmates, I do believe that James and Raquel are the new Spidey. They're the new Spencer and Heidi Pratt. Right. So they will make it till the end. I think they'll make it too, because they're both delusional no, they'll, enough to stay with each other. They'll they're fake both, it till they make it. They're both desperate enough for attention to keep <laughs> together. For as long. Speaking of desperate. That's mean. Sheena was just living her truth. <laughs> So, basically, there's drama between Adam and Sheena at the start of this episode because Sheena went on a date with this guy who made her an amazing dinner, then, you know, got down and dirty down below, (laughs) under the sea, and it led to the big S-E-X, and... You can't say that word? Maybe, maybe later. (laughs) But, obviously... And it's important to point out that Adam won't go under the sea. Oh, Adam won't. He refuses. He refuses. He's on the DJ uh, Khaled point of view. True. He ascribes to that. If you guys know what that is. If you don't, look up DJ look Khaled. Up. Um, not, a, not a great perspective to have. No. and Not a, not a giving a one. A very selfish yes. life. But... He's mad because she slept with a guy and she's mad because he's upset that she hooked up with someone else even though they're not together. Okay, let me break this down for a second and just be real as hell for a minute. I've been in a very, very similar situation. You know this is true. I was in a Sheena Adams situation where it was like, friends, but are we dating? Are we not? What's our status? 
we there's like some sort of feelings there, but like we never, you know, kind of had this thing and it was messy. And when this person would go out and like hook up with people, like I would get annoyed. I would get frustrated, whatever. But then when I would even like talk about going out with someone, I was like, no, you can't do this. You're not allowed. So it was, I felt like I was kind of like an atom in the situation, but I had more of the feelings of Sheena. You know what I mean? Like where right. I was ascribed to certain rules almost where I, or I felt like I had these rules on me and the other person kind of didn't. But at the same time, I felt like I was more invested in the situation than the other one was. Although Adam has been saying to Sheena, I don't want you hooking up with other guys, but I don't want to be exclusive. It's tricky. But I want you to be exclusive with me. Honestly, I am like, go for it, Sheena, because I, what what I'm saying is I realized after this is like, if there's no stamp on the relationship, if there's no boom, this is what we are. You don't belong to anybody. You better live your life and enjoy yourself 100%. and be free. And I think that's what Sheena was doing. And at the end of the day, I think she was right for being like, you know what? Maybe, maybe this was my thing to see if you would make a move, if see if you had feelings, because at the end of the day, he's not going to tell her if he's going to be passive aggressive and like you know, prance around this situation. Sheena going in for the kill and being like, if you can't give it to me, I'm going to get it from somewhere else. Okay, what's more passive aggressive than sleeping with a person purely for the purposes of igniting envy? I don't think she's, I, she's, okay, let me roll back on this for a second because I think a lot of people are going to think the same thing as you is that she had sex with this guy because she wanted to piss off Adam. She literally said that. That's out of her mouth. No. Yes. She said at the last, she's like, I was thinking of you the whole time. And it was one of those moments. Like, what if I just did it? What, what if I, what if I made you like, uh, what was it? What did she say? She said, just to get a reaction out of you. That's what she said. Just to get a reaction. She's like, what if I just did it? But first of all, she's wasted out of her mind. She's trying to hit his nerves. I, this is vintage Sheena to me. This, this falls in line with her identity. I wouldn't be surprised if what she's saying is true. I mean, but I personally, I think she was using that as like the knife's in. She wanted to turn it because she's been so hurt by him because she's been throwing herself at this man and he's given her nothing. No, but he hurt her in that moment. She was feeling really, really betrayed because she asked him if he loved her and he's like, no. And she's like, just answer it, just answer it. And he's like, I did answer it, no. And then she, remember she kept asking, what? Do you love me? Just answer it. You don't love me. You don't love me. You don't love me. And in that moment, that's when she kind of got a little frantic. And, and that's and and it's after that that she says, well, maybe I did it just to get just to get a rise out of you. Right. I don't think that was her original intention. I think she slipped up. No, she didn't say maybe, though. She said I did it to get. Oh, no. To, yeah. To, yeah. But if someone it tells you they don't love you, you're going to say everything to get back at them. Do you know the things that came out of my mouth when I was drunk and mad? I made up shit that I didn't even, that wasn't even true. <laughs> Just because I was so hurt. I All I'm saying is, but I'm saying I don't think Sheena's original intention was just to sleep with this guy to get a rise out of Adam. I think she genuinely, genuine, genuinely was feeling secure with this guy she was with. He made her feel good. And like she said, one thing leads to another. If you're going to, if you're going to lick the ladle, you're going to get the whole ice cream scoop for free. To me, applying Ocom's razor here, the simplest explanation is the correct one. And the simplest explanation to me is that Sheena was trying to make Adam jealous. The simplest explanation totally for me fits is Sheena with was her horny. Persona. Sheena had sex. 
That's the simplest thing. Sheena was horny. Sheena had sex. She doesn't. Now she's she adding She doesn't in, have to get him on camera. She didn't. She did. We saw it happen on camera last episode. I mean. They pulled the whole song and dance. He came over. She even was telling Adam about it. And Adam was out with her friends. And she was texting them pictures or sending them Snapchats. At the same time, does it even matter? Let Sheena get her own. Because at the end of the day, Adam's not giving it to her. And Adam can't keep her in this freaking No, I agree with that. But it's just funny to me that... She's sleeping with this guy just to make him jealous. I don't think it's just that. I think she has needs and I think she wasn't getting him met by Adam. And I think part of it was in her head, I'm going to get this guy jealous, but I don't think that was the driving factor of this at all. And that's, I think, where the difference is, is that I think it might have been part of the reason she slept with him, but I don't think it is the reason she slept with him. I think they're both messy. I think they both have issues in terms of how they handle relationships. Oh, We know that clearly with Sheena. And we see that clearly with Adam. Honestly, Adam sucks. And here's my final point. I don't care about this at all. I do. She got him a freaking penguin. She got him a freaking penguin. And he doesn't even love her. Penguin gate. But when Kristen literally turns turns to Sheena and goes, Did you tell him? Did Did you tell him? him? And she's holding a certificate. Does he know about the penguin? Like that's gonna change things. Does he like, know oh, I'm penguin? sorry, I slept with someone behind your back. Here's a penguin. And when Sheena's like crying in the beginning of the episode, like, <laughs> I adopted a penguin for him. And she's holding that stupid certificate. Honestly, if someone adopted a penguin for me, forgiveness is right around the corner. Adam is clearly, we don't know much about this guy, but he's clearly an immature mess. The fact that Adam is ex- expecting Sheena to be exclusive, but wants to be able to also see other ladies on the side see other people and do his own thing that's incredibly selfish and just not realistic at all if if you think if you think that's going to fly then you're delusional so that dude is clearly immature sheena's a hot mess herself she's got a million of issues that she has to address we we saw the way she handled the shay situation that was awful the whole rob thing that was sometimes just, that some was of us embarrassing. Just, sometimes some of us are just trying to make it through. <laughs> Honestly, but, he, I, but here's the thing: who cares? Who is Adam? I don't even know who this guy is. But I care about Sheena. And I know do, you do don't. We, do we? Do we care about Sheena? I think you don't. And honestly, I think that's where this lies. Is like, honestly, I feel bad for Sheena. And 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 I've told you Sheena's since- been downplayed for multiple seasons now she was barely in season six there was like two episodes or three episodes in a row that she didn't even appear in she's still a person and at the end of the day i've told you since the beginning seeing this adam and sheen relationship has brought up a lot of haunting memories for me what relationship we haven't seen anything the the whole situation of the relationship we've seen so much it's the nine out minutes of content over the course of okay it's been episodes. way more than that or else you wouldn't even be talking we wouldn't have enough to talk about we've seen it from the very beginning sheena and adam adam and sheena it's been the whole talk of the whole season are they aren't they they both have this oh we're exclusive but we can't see other two people but adam's allowed to do whatever he wants at the end of the day I understand Sheena in this moment. I was in a very similar situation as Sheena and I put myself into situations like the one she put herself in partly because I felt like I needed attention and I was so hurt in this fake non real relationship that I was going. And then part of me was like, you know what? I want to piss this person off. If they're allowed to go do this behind my back and live their life like they can, why can't I do this too? I want to see if they get mad. And when they did get mad, I felt vindicated. And I think the only thing is that 
Adam was afraid to have this conversation on camera. I think that's why he was avoiding it. I think at the end of the day, he would have forgiven Sheena. He said, I just need to walk away. I think they're going to get back together. I think it's going to be fine. I do care about this relationship because I care about Sheena and I feel like she's going through it right now. And I just want to be there for her and give her a hug. I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a Sheena stan. Give me more Adam or don't give me any Adam. That's, that's where that's you're my at. You just want to see more Adam. You want him to play No, I up. don't. I actually don't want to see more Adam. But if you're going to give me like 12 minutes of Adam over the course of 21 episodes, just forget about it. Put it on the cutting room floor. I think he's going to be way more of a presence next season. I think that I can't even pick Adam out of a lineup. How does he look like? Are you joking? Okay, that's just rude because Adam is probably the hottest guy on that cast. Is he? A hundred percent. Okay, you got to show me his IG. Are you serious? Have you not seen it on the show? I Okay, you are blind because he is the most attractive person out of anyone that is currently on the show. Hands maybe down. They should, maybe they should put some more footage of him on the show. Well, we've seen enough. We've seen him on the roller. We've seen him. Like, okay, it blows my mind that you how many have episodes used an amount. How many episodes did he appear he's in? He's been in like almost all of them. No, he hasn't. He's maybe missed out on two. <laughs> he's No, he's maybe missed out on two. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, when you rewatch this season, you're going to be shocked because it's been all about Adam. I don't know it's what been Rocky It's all been... about Adam. This is, this is the hill Eddie's going to die on. He's going to say, season seven of Vanderpump Rules, all about Adam. In regards to Sheena's storyline. And, and she, Sheena's storyline. Has been out for maybe two episodes. Either they're talking Sheena's, about Adam, and they Sheena's show flashbacks, or they show him. was the least important storyline of this season. If I had to rank them... Probably Tom Tom. I'm sorry. No, Kristen's James, James below Mas- that. James Raquel's below no, that. No, Kristen is not Billy's below that. Below then that. you weren't paying attention. Krista Crazy Kristen came back. There was a Kristen Carter. For one episode, for two for episodes. For multiple episodes. Kristen and Carter's whole thing was a thing when they were close to breaking and up. And Sheena's shit hasn't been. Sheena's stuff has been talked about since the beginning okay, of the season. Okay, you know what? You know what? Right? Okay, I know. I'm, I think well, you're just so anti-Sheena we, we at No, this I'm point. not. I'm not. Listen, we're, we're, we're never going to agree. But I'm going to put a poll on Twitter. Okay, y'all, if you're listening, go to Twitter. Let us know what you think. At Hot and Bravoed, I'm going to put out a poll. I'm probably going to have to put out two polls because there's only four options, right? First one, more? is Adam the hottest no. cast member on Vanderpump No, no, Rolls? they're both. They're going to be two different polls, and both polls will have Sheena and Adam's narrative as an option, but the other three options will be different on each poll, so that way we get all seven narratives, right, of the different cast members. And let's see where Sheena ranks out in each poll. I I I am betting she's going to rank fourth on both polls. Only because there's Sheena haters like you. I'm sorry, I'm a Sheena sympathizer. I will die on Sheena's hill because the, I love James's Sheena arc has been the preeminent arc. Then I'd say Tom Tom. Then I'd say Stassi. Then I'd say Jackson Brittany engagement, all that kind of stuff. Then I'd say Kristen, and then Sheena. And I did not hear Katie Maloney's name said once. So well, they're included in Tom Tom, Katie Tom. Ariana. Okay, so now you're just lumping people together to make their storylines bigger. I see how no, it is. No, I'm not lumping This is together. the whole cast ganging up on Sheena again. Armin's ganging up everyone's storylines <laughs> against Sheena's. It's very, it's a very recurring theme. Oh, man. We'll see what happens. I'm going to put out the poll. What I'm do you think? I'm just saying, if any of you like me have experienced the Sheena-Adam relationship, you understand that you're on Sheena's side. I completely do not find her at fault at all. I understand completely where she was coming from. I feel bad for her. I don't feel bad for Adam because Adam is totally a fuckboy that's playing her. 
and yes. is making her feel bad because she's just deciding to live her life with a little bit of F you to him. And honestly, at the end of the day, that's validated. You go, girl. Do your thing. Live your life. Get your get your candy eaten. Get a little lick lick that Adam's not giving you. We will see you at Ben and Jerry's next week, y'all. Make sure you guys are subscribed. See you soon.